Welcome to another episode of our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Visit our website for complete collections of your favorite old-time radio series. Remember to follow us so you won't miss new releases from SolvedMystery.com. Hello, Shin, my friends. The Heinz Honey and Almond Cream Program. Starring George Burns and Heinz Honey, Gracie Allen, with Frank Parker, Ray Noble and his orchestra, and Truman Bradley speaking. So hope for A hundred million strong, that's right, you can't go wrong. Thank you very much. Well. Well, boys, we're back in Hollywood after the convention in Omaha, and what a time we had. Oh, yes, wasn't it a wonderful reception? Yes. Oh, yes. Do you realize, Gracie, there were about 100,000 people on the street and in the station to greet you? Mm. What about the one man that said hello to me? Yeah, weren't you thrilled? You said it. <laughs> you know, I love those torchlight parades and thousands of girls throwing kisses at me. Oh, that's... Gesundheit, so... gesundheit. <laughs> yeah, so what a kick I got, Gracie. When I saw you riding down the main street with a police escort yeah. and Mayor Butler of Omaha sitting on your right hand and Governor Cochran sitting on your left, Oh, well, yeah, you see, it was cold, and I forgot my gloves. Well, that covers that. Did you ever see so many people in your life, Bubbles? No, and it was the first time I ever saw a crowd bigger than I am. Gracie, that was a beautiful dress you wore when you made your acceptance speech. Well, I had it made especially for my campaign. Had a pretty low cut back. Well, I'm not like the other candidates. I believe in coming right out in the open. <laughs> Well, at least you were showing plenty of backbone. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. <laughs> I nearly didn't wait, George. <laughs> you know, I never saw so many people in one place in my life, I'll tell you. The congestion was awful, and boy, what a time I had parking. Well, now, you know, I never have trouble parking, Truman. I usually have trouble after I park, if you know what I mean. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> You see, when I'm out driving with a boy, we just pick a spot, pull up the brake, and clutch. Frank, by the way, what happened to you the night of Gracie's convention? Oh, I was out all evening with a very cute girl, and did we have fun. I see. You don't bother with conventions. No, that's why we had so much fun. <laughs> I get it. You know, George, my biggest thrill was to be made honorary mayor of Boys Town. That was a thrill. But you know, I was surprised. I couldn't find Mickey Rooney there. Hmm. Well, maybe Boys Town didn't take up his option. Oh, don't be silly. He's too big to wear options. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just looking at those boys, Gracie, reminded me of my childhood. You mean the awkward age? Yeah, uh, when you look kind of funny and the girls won't go with you. Starts at 13, you know. When is it over? I don't know, but I hope soon. <laughs> Mine is coming to an end next year. Oh, I say, Gracie, I'm sorry I had to fly to San Francisco after the broadcast and missed your acceptance speech. Ah, Ray, it was beyond description. Simply mm -hmm. breathtaking. Oh. Thousands of people, ten bands, Whoa. people cheering, delegates from all over the country. Oh, yes, and when Raymond D. McGrath made the nominating speech, I'll never forget it, Ray. His words are still ringing in my ears. And when he said... I shall not speak of the qualifications of our candidate for this high office. Everyone knows the qualifications which she possesses, and knowing them are for her anyway. Hooray! And so.
so because of these things which I have said, and because of many things which I have not said, and because of the Omaha Chamber of Commerce, and because this is the time designated for me to do so, and because I have to get back to my peanut wagon, <laughs> I hereby nominate for President of the United States, Gracie Allen. <laughs> and now, the roll call of the state. States of Alabama. States of California. States of New York. States of Nebraska. States of confusion. And now that the cheers are dying down, we're about to hear the acceptance speech of our candidate, the Honorable Gracie Allen. Ladies and gentlemen, members of the surprise party, citizens of Omaha and friends. I want to thank you for nominating me your candidate for president. As I look around here in this coliseum and see thousands of trusting, believing faces shining up at me, with love and respect, tears come to my eyes. And you know why? My girdle's killing me. <laughs> if, um, if I'm elected next November, and it's bound to come, it usually does, comes right after October, I'll be the first lady president that this country has ever had. Um, this campaign of mine hasn't been easy. My opponents have given me plenty of worries. But I said to myself, Grace, I always call myself Grace when I'm talking to myself. <laughs> I said, Grace, be like a tea kettle. When you're up to your neck in hot water, continue to sing. You see, when you sing like a tea kettle, you can also let off steam at the same time. <laughs> if you've listened to my opponents, you will have to admit that they have been very outspoken. And I'm the one who outspoke them. <laughs> Their attacks have only made me all the prettier. The mud that they threw turned out to be beauty clay. <laughs> I've, um, I've been in the library in Congress time and time again, and I want to tell you that it's a shame. There isn't a good love story in the place. <laughs> the newspapers have asked me what I think of the little man. Well, I think they're cute. <laughs> The reason we need a woman in the presidential chair is to pave the way for other political jobs for women, such as uh, lady senators and lady congressmen. Anybody knows that a woman is much better than a man when it comes to introducing bills into the House. <laughs> now, um, just look, just look at all the famous women in history. The mother of Julius Caesar was a woman. Napoleon's wife was a woman. Why, half of the married people in the United States are women. <laughs> Naturally, there are candidates running in opposition to me. Now, I have been in the city of Omaha only three days, and I kissed Mayor Butler twice. Can my opponents match that? <laughs> Some people say to me, don't count your chickens before they're hatched, Gracie. You haven't been elected yet. Of course, there is a remote possibility of that. But should such a thing happen, I'll say what Mr. Dion said to the nurse when she told him that he was the father of quintuplets. I demand a recount. <laughs> so, in conclusion, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for nominating me. Be true to yourself by being true to the surprise party. Stick with us until we get to Washington. Remember the banana. When it leaves the bunch, it gets skinned. Well, 
Gracie, I'm certainly sorry I couldn't stay in Omaha to hear that speech. And, Ray, the night of the convention, a very funny thing happened to me. I tried to get into the Coliseum, but they didn't know who I was, so they, so they threw me out of the back door. So I told them who he was. That's right. And they invited me in again. They threw him out the front door. That's right. <laughs> How would you like to get a dollar's worth of hand lotion for only 49 cents? Well, that's exactly what you get in the Heinz Honey and Almond Cream Special. Only 49 cents for the big dollar-sized Heinz. What a price and what a lotion. Heinz Honey and Almond Cream brings extra creamy, extra soothing comfort to your dry, rough hands. And it's cooling to sunburned skin, too. This big money-saving Heinz special is selling fast, so hurry. Save half price now on Heinz Big Dollar Size. Why, even at its regular price, this dollar Heinz Honey and Almond Cream is famous as the family economy bottle. It contains over twice as much lotion as the regular 50-cent bottle. And with this 49-cent Heinz autograph special, you also get a Gracie Allen autograph. It's on the bottle and it's detachable. Get Heinz 49-cent special tonight and use Heinz regularly for softer, prettier hands. Remember, the big dollar bottle of Heinz Honey and Almond Cream is on sale for 49 cents for a limited time only. And now, Frank Parker. Frank sings tonight, Tom Slayhar's lovely melody, Yours is My Heart Alone. Frank? Until I saw your convention, I didn't think a silly campaign like this would get so far. But now that we're nominated... We? Don't be so plural, George. Yeah. Well, this is no time for modesty. I feel our party needs a business leader, mm-hmm. a person with foresight, ingenuity, brains, intelligence. Oh, we'll have to get somebody else, George. I can't be everything. <laughs> so as your new campaign manager, I've got some ideas in my head that will lead us to victory. Uh, sort of a hollow victory. 
<laughs> That's so. Anyway, we're going to San Francisco next week. And, uh, come in. Good evening. I'm Ed Pettis. What are you taking for it? Please. Uh, I'm, I'm George Burns. Oh, uh, you're wanted on the phone outside. On the phone? Say, it might be important. I'll be right back. Uh, he's not wanted on the telephone, Miss Allen. I just wanted to bring you a message from the surprise party headquarters. I've come to tell you about one mistake in your campaign. Well, uh, shouldn't George hear about this? He's the mistake. <laughs> and we've got to get rid of him. What? Have you any idea what George means to me? Have you any idea what we've been to each other? Get rid of George. How can I get rid of George? Has anybody got any ideas? <laughs> Miss Allen, you're going to San Francisco next week, and you're going to do a campaign speech and a broadcast. And we of San Francisco are very progressive. We got rid of ferry boats, we got rid of miniature golf, we got rid of horse cars. So you can certainly get rid of George. Goodbye. Well, that's that. The question is how to get rid of him. Mm, now, let's see. Uh, how about throwing him off a high building? No. No, he gets dizzy. Uh, uh, Gracie, how about drowning him? No, the cat is cold too easily. Well, I've got a peachy one. How about giving him some cyanide pills, huh? Mm-mm. No, they're too fattening. Mm. How about shooting him? No, no. No, I couldn't possibly do that. I haven't got a license. <laughs> oh, Gracie. Gracie, I've got an idea. Let's make him think he's sick and worry him to death. Hey, that's you. Oh, well, here I am back again. Mr. Pettis, I was in every phone. Where's that man that was in here? The man? What man? A man who sent me outside. There was no man here. Then why did I go out? Well, you didn't go out. <laughs> now, wait a minute. If I wasn't here and I didn't go out, where have I been? George, do you feel all right? I never felt better in my life. Frank, get him a glass of water. I don't want any water. Well, then why did you ask for it? I didn't ask for well, it. Well, then give it back to me. <laughs> I haven't got it. Look here, George. You trying to make us think you're crazy or something? Look, I was never saner in my life. <laughs> That's what we're worried about. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we haven't got any time to lose. Now, next week, we're going to San Francisco. Oh, Gracie, when is George's birthday? Next month. Oh, too bad. He would have been 39. <laughs> you mean would have been 39? I will be 39. You want to bet? Quiet, <laughs> Frank. I'm not Frank. I'm Truman Bradley. If you're Truman Bradley, who is this? I said, who is this? George, where you're pointing, there's nobody there. <laughs> now, look, folks. I've had a hectic week. And I really don't feel well. Oh, see. George, you're just worrying for nothing. You're not half as sick as you look. <laughs> oh, thanks. You probably got a little touch of Frizzola of the Brizola. Frizzola of the Brizola? Yes. What is that? Oh, it's really nothing. Very few people ever die of it. Oh, good. Only the ones who've had it. <laughs> well, how long do you think I've got to live? Well, I'll give you a little hint. Don't buy an all-day sucker. <laughs> all right, so I'm sick. But anyway, we've got to go to San Francisco and what... Say, what are the symptoms of Brizola of the Brizola? Oh, why get upset? If you've got it, the autopsy will show it. <laughs> Well, what if I haven't got it? Well, then you died of something else. Well, now I feel better. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you how to get rid of it. The first day you cut out meat, the second day you cut out starches, and the third day you cut out liquids. And what do I cut out the fourth day? Paper dolls. 
Verzola, the Verzola. I never heard of that. You know, I don't think we should talk that way about George. He's such a nice fellow. Yes, wasn't he? And that song, <laughs> that song of his ain't misbehaving. I don't know why we let that upset us. I mean, other people sing off key, don't they? I wonder how that'll sound on a harp. There never was a better pal. Yeah, he was a nice kid. Well, <laughs> uh, he was kind, considerate, and free with his money. Yes. I'm going to miss him. Oh, I'll never forget his face. Isn't it awful? Gosh, it's like a bad dream. Yes. Can you imagine how I'll feel when I get up and say, don't forget to use Heinz honey and almond cream. <laughs> it's good for rough red faces. <laughs> My heart will be broken when I say you can get to any toilet goods counter. <laughs> Truman, Truman, what are you talking about? The dollar bottle. <laughs> then why are you crying? They're selling it for 49 cents. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, due to conditions over which we have no control, George is still living. <laughs> However, with the help of a sleeping powder and a small mallet, we now have him strapped in bed here in the studio emergency hospital with a cast acting as the medical staff. And here we are. <sighs> Look, he's breathing heavy. Oh, I hope he can last a few minutes longer. Why? Well, he, he's got three more balloons to blow up for our party tonight. <laughs> uh, four more. Oh. Well, look, he's coming, too. His eyelids are starting to flutter. <laughs> what a time to flirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't misbehaving all by myself. Ain't oh, she's a little quick. Before he gets to the car, give him a sleeping tablet. Oh, Which one? Yeah. The one with the handle. Uh, oh. <laughs> hey. Hey, now, remember, before he comes to, we've got to keep him here so he can't get to San Francisco. Oh, well, now, don't forget, Bubbles and I are nurses, right. and Truman, you and Ray are doctors, right. and Frank, you're the patient in the next bed. Okay, oh. but let me give George a next sleeping tablet. Oh, yeah, George will get a bang out of it. <laughs> oh. oh, 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 ain't misbehaving all by myself. Ain't misbehaving all, oh, hmm, oh. Where am I? Oh, well, now, just lie quietly, Mr. Burns. You're suffering from a very horrible malady. Oh, what? What malady? In Mr. Haven. <laughs> what happened? What am I doing here? Well, you operi operated on for Frizzola of the Frizzola. Oh. Did I have it? Back to back. <laughs> back to back? Gracie. Gracie. Yes, yes, just lie quietly. Gracie will be here in a minute. Now, Wait. You're Gracie. No, no, I'm Nurse Crowley. You're delirious, Mr. Burns. Just take it easy. Oh. Why am I tied down? Well, this room happens to be upside down. We don't want you to fall out of bed. <laughs> oh. Now, listen to me, Ray Noble. <laughs> I'm not uh, Ray Noble. I'm Dr. Frank Furter, a skin specialist. Well, this is going from bad to worst. <laughs> Frank, what are you doing in the next bed? What's the matter with you? Do you mean me, buddy? Yes. Uh, my name isn't Frank. I'm J.V. Dittenfest, Jr. J.V. Dittenfest, Jr.? Yeah, I was named after my son. Hmm. <laughs> Why, you haven't got a son. Well, could I help it if he died before I was born? Oh. What is this? Say Truman. I'm not Truman. I'm Dr. Alvin Johnston. Hmm. I'll see if he's Truman Bradley. What's good for rough red hands? I don't know. I'm an ear specialist. Hmm. You are, huh? What do you get at toilet goods counters? The sales girl's phone number. <laughs> Bubbles, come here. You mean me? Yes. I'm sorry, I can't talk. Why not? I'm an oxygen tent. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I hope this is a dream. Now folks. open your mouth, Mr. Burns. Ah. Uh, Wider. Ah. Uh, now swallow a spoon. Oh, where's your spoon? Swallow the spoon. Yes, I gave you some medicine before and I forgot to stir it. Hurry up. I want a sleeping tablet. Oh, gladly, old boy. This one's on me. Oh! Give the gentleman a cigar. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> uh, Truman, we'd better get a bottle of beer for George. Oh, really? Is he thirsty? No, he's anemic. I want to give him a transfusion. <laughs> yes, but, Gracie, what if it kills him? Well, we still get a nickel back in the bottle. <laughs> oh, poor George. Does he look awful? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he, Bubbles? <laughs> I wish he'd get well or do something. I've got a date to see a double feature. What is the double feature? Don Wilson. Oh. Oh. Look, George's waking up again. Perhaps we ought to give him something that'll really put him to sleep. Well, we're not allowed to give him any dope. I mean, we're not allowed to give him any dope. 
Ain't misbehaving all by myself. Oh, what a terrible clunk. Yeah, he certainly is. Hey, look. Look, folks, George is hardly moving. Get up. I say, George, come on, get up, will you? Truman, Truman, let's tap his knee and test his reflexes. Okay, Frank. I tapped his knee, but nothing happened. Yeah, what about the jerk? He's still unconscious. (laughs) No, but I say, this is getting serious. Frank, you'd better go out and get a real doctor. Okay. Yeah. Poor old George, to think he won't be able to get up and go to San Francisco. Yeah, look at that bump on his head. It looks like Treasure Island. Yeah. <laughs> and his nose looks like Nob Hill. <laughs> and look at him with his mouth open. It looks like the Golden Gate. Yeah. <laughs> I can see the bridge. <laughs> this way, Doctor. Right this way. Uh-huh. How long has he been dead? Oh, <laughs> Doctor, that's Ray Noble. This is a patient. <laughs> Let's see. No pulse, no color, no blood pressure, no respiration, no reflexes. He ain't got nothing, has he, Doctor? <laughs> Pretty void. Hmm. It's a very serious case. He's got to be removed immediately. Oh, good. There's only one place where we can save him. That's the Grandview Sanitarium, and I'd better take him there immediately. Oh, well, where is it? San Francisco. Oh, When you read a romantic love story, doesn't it make you dream of such happiness for yourself? Of strong arms holding you close and warm, thrilling kisses? Of course it does. And you can help make those dreams come true. Keep yourself just as attractive and appealing and feminine as you know how. For one thing, make good use of Heinz Honey and Almond Cream. This fine, fragrant lotion helps keep your hands looking smooth, smelling fragrant, and feeling thrilling to a man's touch. And don't forget, now is the time for all women to buy Heinz. Why? Because it's on special sale. You get the big dollar size for only 49 cents, less than half price. Just walk up to a toilet goods counter, put down 49 cents, and you get the dollar size Heinz Honey and Almond Cream, the biggest hand lotion special of 1940. It contains over twice as much lotion as the regular 50-cent bottle. And this is the same fine Heinz Honey and Almond Cream you've always known. Extra creamy, extra softening. Ask for Heinz 49-cent special tonight. It's an autograph special, too, with a detachable Gracie Allen autograph on the bottle. Remember, this offer is good for a limited time only. The price is less than half, only 49 cents for the big dollar size of Heinz Honey and Almond Cream. And now Gracie will sing, I Can't Love You Anymore. I can't love you anymore, any more than I do. For if I loved you any more, I would have to be too. I love you with my heart, I love you with my mind. I love you, love you, love you, all there is I find. So I can't love you any more, any more than I do, I do. I wish that I could fashion a masterpiece of melody and rhyme to convey in a clever way how very much I care. But I haven't the flair for clever things and therefore what I have to say must be said in a simple way. I can't love you anymore, any more than I do. For if I loved you, loved you, loved you, loved you anymore, I would have to be too. I love you in the sun, I love you in the rain, I love you in the middle of 
of a hurricane, so I can't love you any more, any more than I do. Heel, toe, heel, toe, kick with the one, two, three, and the four, five, six. Da 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 da, slide, slide, slide. Da 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 da, glide, glide, glide. Love you with my heart, stop. Love you with my mind, turn. Love you, love you, love you, all there is I find. So I can love you anymore, anymore than I do. Exit anymore than I do. Now you can enjoy both Heinz lotion in bottles and Heinz hand cream in jars. Those smart red and white jars contain the fluffiest, creamiest hand cream Heinz could make. It comes in two sizes, 10 cents and 39 cents a jar. And don't forget the big Heinz lotion special, the dollar size for only 49 cents. Well, Gracie, say goodnight. Oh, George, just think next week, Ray, Frank, Truman, Bubbles, and I will all be up in San Francisco. Gracie, aren't you forgetting me? Now, oh, <laughs> good night, all. <laughs> Excellence to join us at this same time. This is Truman Bradley wishing you a good night for high and sunny almond cream. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System. Thank you for joining us and enjoying our digitally remastered old-time radio shows from SolvedMystery.com. Please remember to leave us a review and to follow us for frequent releases.